the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. Hello, San Antonio. This is Randy Adams, LearnToBuyAndSellCars.com. I'm so excited. So much going on, I tell you. And I love being on this radio station, KSLR, 630 AM, The Word. Thank you. we got Barry on the board. We've got Baron in-house. And I don't know where Michael is, but thank you for all of y'all doing such an awesome job helping me with this show. And the Holy Spirit and the good Lord, thank you, Father. Let's go to him, the Heavenly Father. Bless the show. Bless the people. Bless the listeners. Help them to know and grow and learn and understand what they need in life, how to control their emotions, how to control their desires, their buying habits, oh, Lord. Help me be their mentor. Help me to be there for them. And we love you, Holy Spirit, for coming in our lives, giving us wisdom, knowledge, and direction. Ask this in Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Hey, I'm going to start off with something different, folks. Little thinkers never understand big thinkers. Our Mayor Ron is overseas promoting business. But he ran off Amazon, told him he didn't want them. Well, that fired me up. Well, I'm, I don't know if I'm a big thinker or not, but let me tell you. We're in the perfect community, the perfect area for those 50,000 high-paying jobs. And the, here the mayor is in some foreign country that the city of San Antonio's paying for for him to have a vacation because evidently he doesn't really want business because communism, and he's kind of a communist, He's got their ways and their thinkings and their small thinkers, not big thinkers. They want to keep you small. They want to control you. And they don't want Amazon here. Excuse me. Well, I've teamed up with a friend of mine, and everybody knows him on this radio station, Weston Martinez. And we want him to be our next railroad commissioner. And I really i am going to promote him, and I'm going to back him, and whatever else I need to do to put the effort in. But Amazon, Weston has a friend that has a piece of property. And guess what? It's between New Brunswick, San Marcos, and it's, you know, it's in that area. And it's got unlimited water rights. And water, Amazon will know that water rights are worth a lot of money. And it's close to I-10 and 35. What they want, they want good airports. New Brunswick can land anything other than the Concord and probably do a little work and get that done, too. And it's already got utilities, water, and sewer set up. And then you got Camp Gary with that big airport. And then you got Bergstrom that's 20 minutes down the road. And then we're three hours from Mexico, three and a half hours from right there with the toll road, three and a half hours from uh, Dallas. We're three hours from the Gulf of Mexico uh, and Mexico. And so the toll road's right there, close by. They got hill country living and flatland farm living, so that gives them choices. But the weather, who wants, they're looking at Indiana, bad weather up there, Bubba. The Minnesota, I don't like the weather there. I've never been there, but I've been to Indiana. Let me tell you something. I was there uh, September 1st one year, and I, we like to froze to death, and they were talking about snow in September. And then there's Atlanta who has all the humidity and the storms, and they're in that area, and they can get they get iced over. Our weather's the best. But little thinkers never understand big thinkers. Well, I guess big thinkers never understand little thinkers. So we need to get together and put Amazon in San Marcos. Put them in there. They'd create 
50,000 jobs. What will that do for the community? Well, we also they want in colleges. And we got all these colleges in that area. And that way, maybe we can go online and get prepared for what they want, how to educate the people that they want to bring in. So there's so many different opportunities. But little thinkers... Don't think that way. They want to keep people in control. They don't want the best for you. But I want the best for you. You know you know what love's all about? And I talk a lot about unforgiveness and love. That's wanting somebody else to prosper, not just yourself. You want somebody else to do well, not just yourself. How do you help other people in this situation? Tell them about my show. There's no other show on the air like mine. Because I want to tell you the truth. I want to be your mentor. I want to tell you the little dirty secrets. That's why I bring up so many articles in magazines, just like this magazine. This is a dealer magazine. It's not for the public use. But I just happen to be a dealer. So victims of credit app fraud. Some dealership managers falsely. Here we go. They falsely believe manipulating a credit application to improve the likelihood of obtaining a credit approval is a victimless, victimless crime. The victim is you. And, well, it's okay. We got you in a new car. So many dealerships are advertising if you hate your car, if you hate your payment, if you hate everything about it, we're going to fix it. Yeah, we're going to put you in a brand new car. They just extended your problem for years and years. Number one, they may kick the trade, and I've told you about kicking the trade. If you need to know about it sometime, give me a call. And so... Kicking the trade kills your credit for seven years. And they're going to put you in a car that you owe way more money than you did before. And your payment's going to be higher and longer. So this just, you know, a, a dealer is obligated to actually present the the customer's income to finance the, the source. But it serves as a denominator in payment to income and total debt ratios. This ratio feeds into the finance sources. That's the problem. They know what you can afford by what you what comes in and goes out. And they don't care. They Hey, have you ever had a car dealer that buried you and put you in debtor's prison and apologized? No, you're not. So that's just one article that I see all the time. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Thank you for tuning in. Phone number here. We, we talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly. There's no dumb questions. Give us a call here, 210-340-9585. Now, the second half of the show, I'm going to give you my mobile number. So get pen and paper. And I'll give you a mobile number that you can call me direct. I'll buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. I want to buy your vehicle. Uh, running or not, it's not worth, some of them are not worth it. I just offered 4000 for a 55 Ford pickup that's not running. So you never know what it's worth. You need that second opinion. I have people that go to the big box stores about buying a vehicle. And they come to me, and I buy them nine out of ten times. If they make a mistake, they do something they shouldn't, I tell the customer, take it back over and sell it to them. Now, the several times they got back over there, and they gave them a lame excuse why not to buy it. But I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. I want your vehicle. Um, and if it needs something fixed, hey, go to my website, learn to buy and sell cars.com. Describe your car. After a good, hard look at the car, pretend you're buying it again. Go to learn to buy and sell. Describe your car. I'm going to buy your car. I'm going to try to buy your car. I'm going to make you an offer. At least you know where you stand on the current market. I'm not a buying center, uh, auto trader buying center. We entice you to come in, and then when you put your VIN number in, we cut you to your knees, and then we pick up some kind of little Mickey Mouse thing and start cutting you, cutting you, cutting you. That's the system they got, and they want everybody to play that game. I was on it for 60 days. I walked off. That's not the way I want to do it. It's a used car. I want to make you an offer. I want to buy your car. And go to the other side of LearnToBuyAndSellCars.com. Follow the easy process. Go to FTC.gov. Look at your score. Study your credit. Make sure everything's taken care of. Everything's uh, not an issue. 
Look at it hard. Talk to your bank, credit union. Talk to a bunch of them. We're still looking for a bank. We're still looking for a credit union that would like to be a sponsor to prove to the community we want your well-being, we want you educated. We're looking for any kind of sponsors. If you'd like to sponsor the show, contact me. I'm going to give you my mobile number later. Get pen and paper. And we're looking for sponsors. We're looking for corporate sponsors because we have so many other radio stations would love to have this show. And we'd find the right corporate sponsor. We could put more shows on. We're looking for the type of sponsors. Now, after you've checked the bank, credit union, and then you've talked to your mechanic and everybody around, Consumer Report, all the Internet, YouTube, uh, just everywhere, hey, this is a process that should take you 90 days. Actually, you should do it all year long. Get ready for the next purchase. I told some people the other day, uh, in fact, I sold them the truck, and they said, well, when do we start on our next purchase? I said, now. They said, well, this truck will last us three or four years. I said, but start looking and thinking about options, learning, growing, being productive. So they're, they're being aware of what's going on around them because you never know when somebody may hit them and they're going to have to buy another one. They, you never know what man makes breaks. They don't know what's, how long it's going to last. So talk to mechanics, talk to everybody, shop, shop, shop. And then when it comes time, you figure out exactly what you're going to buy, what fits your budget, what fits the payments, what interest rate you're going to pay. Then you go out shopping. And you know what your trade's worth because you've contacted me. I'll tell you what your trade's worth. Then you know. Don't bring your trade in, even if you're dealing with me, until the last moment. Wait till the very last moment. And then say, what's my trade worth? Then you'll know the true value of it. Get them down as as best you can, get me down as best you can, and then bring in the trade. I'll give you what the car's worth wholesale and sell you a vehicle. That's the way you should do with that vehicle. So after you've done that, you made the right choice. You know, I've finished my book. I'm proofreading it right now. Uh, First book, I'm going to have three books just on this show. The next one's going to be a little more in-depth. And the last one's going to be, Katie, bar the door, here we go. I'm going to really bring out some deep issues in you, the dealerships, the fraud, how to be prepared. I want you to know so much that you can teach this class. I want you to know so much. And I had somebody say, well, Randy, you know, what if somebody else gets on the radio? I said, they don't live it like I live it. They don't understand it. And the Holy Spirit leads me and guides me. He brings me that information. Just like he brought me Isaiah 59. Your lips have spoken falsely. Foo, mercy. That sounds like a car salesman to me. And your tongue mutters wicked things. Well, that's putting you in debtor's prison. And they're going to tell you wicked things to fire up your decisions, to fire up your desires, to fire up your emotions, rewarding yourself. No one calls for justice. We don't have enough investigators investigating these new car dealers. 80% will lie to you. 20% will tell you the truth, and I do with the ones, do business with the ones that. They rely on empty arguments. They know how to answer any question you got to make you buy that vehicle. Empty, empty arguments. They utter lies, and they conceive trouble. And they give birth to the evil. You end up with something you can't afford. You end up with something that loses a tremendous amount of value. You end up with the issues that cause you family problems, relationships. There's no money left in the end of the month. That was written 3,000 years ago, and it's still true today. Wow. So much going on in the car business you wouldn't believe. You know, Sometimes uh, people make you feel like you're love, but what does love really mean? That's the key. What does love really mean? If you love somebody, would you bury them? If you love somebody, would you put them in debtor's prison? If you love somebody, would you switch them for what they intended to come in and buy? Or would you send them down the road wanting something else, putting them in debtor's prison and not apologizing? And put them in that situation. You know, do they have a conscience? Do you have a conscience? I've got a conscience. 
I didn't have it before I, I was saved, but I do now. And so my conscience worries about making a... That's the problem I have also. I have a list of units I'm looking for people. But I want to make sure I get the best unit I can for the best money. But see, that's the key with salespeople. When you walk into a dealership, those people want to make sure that you buy what they want to buy and put you in where they can make plenty of money. But if the roles were reversed and they walk in to buy, let's say, a new TV or new furniture, they want the best product, the best dealership, the truth, and they want the best deal with the best warranties and everything thrown in, and they want everything their way. But they know the difference. They understand the difference. But they don't tell you the truth or the difference or the situations, their main focus is to put you in that brand new vehicle and and not worry about it. The brand new vehicle that'll make them money. They don't care what it's going to do to your life, your change in your life. Or they don't care what's going to do on your finances or your budget. Just like we were talking about victims of false credit app fraud. I mean, they're they're. For, They'll do anything, and they'll stretch the truth, even to their lenders, even to their lenders. And so a lot of dealers right now are going to the auctions and buying cars with bad Carfaxes. Oh, well, that's, that's fine with us. That is fine with us. You know, we'll buy this car, and we'll get it at a big reduction, and... That way we can sell it and make more money. See, if a, if a person is not showing you the Carfax, they're probably hiding something. Oh, you don't need to know that. But they make that big difference. Now, also, they also know the lenders that don't look at Carfaxes. There's some lenders that won't finance a bad Carfax car. And that does make a difference. So... They know who to send your deal to. They know how they got this big profit tied in. They know the difference, but they won't tell you the difference. Is there what happened there? They know the difference. They know the truth, and they won't give it. Well, that's part of the business nowadays because a lot of dealers will buy, and, I, and I'll buy, and I'll tell you, I'll show you a bad Carfax car. Light hits don't bother me. Moderate hits don't bother me. Hard hits bothers me. I don't sell the hard-hit ones. I will sell the light model, but I reduce the price because the vehicle's not worth full retail without an, that, like a vehicle that doesn't have an accident on it. So I'm also working on a system for banks and credit unions that will give them that information, how to look at a vehicle, what's it worth that's had or been in an accident. Because, yes, it's all right. Yes, you should buy it. Yes, it's, it will last. But it's not worth the big money. Carfax, and I, write, I wrote it in my book, have changed the business tremendously because it's given us past history that we didn't have before. A lot of people hate it. Of course, the dealers, when they're out buying, loves it because they want to know all the information they can. But they, do they pass it on to the customer? Some dealers do, some don't. So you may be buying a vehicle that they bought super cheap because you can go certain times at these auctions, and if it's got a bad Carfax, nobody's bidding on it. They walk away from it. But there's still dealers, and you can see those dealers who really work to buy that car. And, of course, they want a big reduction in the price. Why? Because they're about to sell it to you and put it at the top shelf like it hadn't had an accident on it. So you've got to be prepared there. We're talking about flood cars. Flood cars are coming in left and right. Boy, they are really coming in. Be sure and give us a call, 210-340-9585. I think we had a call, somebody call in a while ago. Call us back, 210-340-9585. We'd love to talk to you, answer any questions, no dumb questions. Flood cars are coming in in salvage sales right now. Man, they are coming in. Left and right. But you've got to know how to look at one. And we had to call her in, what was it, last week or two weeks ago, said, hey, we, we've got this information. 
We've heard how to look at a car, but we want to know it from you. This guy is supposed to be an expert how to look. Well, the you know, I gave him four ways of looking at a car, and he gave them one. But you number one, look at seat belts. See if they're new. See if there's a water line on them. Look up underneath. There's a little cover. See if there's any dirt or anything in there. Number two, look up underneath the dash. Look real hard up underneath the dash. See if there's any issues there, any water lines there. Number three, if you've got any doubt, pull off the door panel. Open up the door panel. Look inside it. Number four, get inside the trunk. Look way down in the deep side. Look up underneath because they can't get all that stuff out. Now, what's going to happen, and a friend of mine is doing it right now. He's down blowing cars out for insurance companies right now because they want top dollar for their flood cars. But he opens the doors, he opens the trunk, he opens the hood, and he takes his 4,000-pound PSI sprayer, and he goes to spraying that car out. And they leave it out in the hot sun, and they let it dry. And then they're going to close the doors, close the trunk, close the hood, and they're going to take it to the auction. Now, some of the trunks, they don't get open. And that really makes a mess because then you're going to see it for sure. And so they clean them up. They get them where they're supposed to look and really, you know, fit their situation. They dry them out and they sell them and they want top dollar for them. They don't want to give no money away. These insurance companies, hey, they've taken a tremendous loss in, in Houston right now because all the homes, all the cars, everything they've lost. I really feel my heart goes out for those people. That's a, And I've sold some trucks, not very expensive trucks, because people lost everything, and they had four, five, six thousand $6,000 to spend. We've sold some of those trucks of those people, and I have some more to sell. And so my heart goes out to those people because they've lost everything. And so these insurance companies beat them up on the ones they didn't, the ones that did have insurance, and didn't lose everything. So they paid them as little as they could get by with. And then they want to sell it and get as most they can because they don't want to lose money. Nobody wants to lose money. But these insurance companies, we're going to pay for that flood. We don't live in the flood area. We don't. Well, our cars didn't get flooded. But we're going to end up paying higher premiums on our next insurance because we're going to help pay those insurance companies. Insurance companies, if you Google... Uh, Insurance companies financial, or go to Google Financial, you'll find out the insurance company's values of the company have gone up three to four hundred percent since the year two thousand. They've made a lot of money, but they don't want to take a loss. And I understand that situation, but they've they've tremendous growth, tremendous value. Now the stock market, their their stock is going up, so they've made a lot of money, and the will end up helping recover that loss. We'll pay for that loss. But you've got to look at these cars real hard because they're not worth the money. And there's going to be some kind of tell-told issue that will bring it up and it'll come up. And there will be some areas that will rust and get a lot of humidity. That They should get those cars out of Houston due to the humidity. That's why we've seen a bunch of them heading up here to the salvage cells in this area. So they're going to be out there. Now, I've got some people from Africa that doesn't have anything, and they're wanting to buy flood cars. They've come to me, and they said, we want to pay 25% of wholesale value. I said, that's a possibility, not right at first, because the first group of cars are going to bring a lot of money, and then they're going to slow down. So I've got an outlet of shipping those cars to Africa. We're working on that deal right now. They're going to pay me. They're going to do the shipping and they're going to disperse them in Africa because they don't have anything. See, that's the key. We're so blessed in this country, great country. Why is everybody trying to come to this country? Because we've got a great country. We're productive. Capitalism has made this country great. And that's why the communists and socialists of this country don't like Trump. He's a capitalist, and he's done well, and they're jealous of him. They're jealous he's successful. How much jealousy is in the heart of Democrats and the liberals? Look at them. Their God is their opinion. If you don't like my uh, my opinion, I'm going to call you names. I'm going to hate you. 
Look at the hate going around. Most of the hate in this country is due to the, my opinion is my God. We'll be right back. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Thank you. Uh, the word, 630 a.m. KSLR. God bless you. Be right back. North Park Toyota of San Antonio is an auto dealership where you can buy from a dealer that truly cares most about your complete satisfaction before and after the sale. North Park Toyota of San Antonio is the only dealer in Texas to earn Toyota's most exclusive and prestigious award, the President's Cabinet Award for 2013, 2014, and now 2015. This award recognizes operational superiority, high-volume sales, and most importantly, outstanding customer satisfaction. At North Park Toyota of San Antonio, we feature hassle-free, no games, no gimmicks, posted pricing every day on every vehicle. We don't mark them up just to mark them down. Every new Toyota comes with complimentary Toyota care, two years or 25,000 miles of no-charge maintenance with a complimentary car wash. And we will buy your car even if you don't buy ours. Appraisal purchase offer valid for 10 days from the date of appraisal. North Park Toyota of San Antonio, I-35 South, exit 144 Fisher Road, and 24 hours a day at NorthParkToyota.com. We'll be back with more of Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on AM630 KSLR. Now back to Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on AM630 KSLR. Good morning again, San Antonio. Thank you. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Hope you're having a great Saturday morning. I thank you for tuning in. Uh, you can always go to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com and uh, see what other stations I'm on, whatever else I'm doing, what I'm trying to put together. I uh, finished the book, but I've, this book that I'm writing about Music. the car business, of course. That's really the only thing I know. And, uh, Try to help people understand what they're going through, you know, because really people don't understand how weak you are with the right information. Information without application leads to frustration. That's right. You take this information and you don't use it and you don't learn from it and you don't applicate it. It'll lead to frustration. And what's really neat right now is so many people have opened their eyes to what they've done in the past. What dealerships have done to them in the past. What dealerships have put them in a position, and they're always struggling. Have you always had a car payment that's tough and no money left at the end of the month? Put a strain on your family, put a strain on your relationship? And that's what I'm talking about. Understanding what's happened in the past, but let's make changes and start today. Let's open our eyes. Let's pray and get the Holy Spirit involved in our day-to-day decisions. I, I make lots of decisions every day, and I struggle with trying to slow down enough to prayer, to, for to pray on the situations, to understand the situations that I'm going through. I mean, everybody's got a struggle. Everybody's got... Um, inner feelings and desires and wanting to do better, but do we really do better? You know, right now, uh, our country seems like they want to put us all in slow motion and not be the best we can be. But amazing that the car commercials brag about being the best, the best in Texas. Does that go to being the best as a person? Does that go to making the best decisions? But the best in Texas. And that's Ford's commercials. And then you get all the other ones. They're the best. And they strive to be the best. And they strive to convince you to make the best decisions. They want you to make that right purchase on their vehicle. But they don't care about our country being the best. Why don't you want to be the best? You know, we pick on people who want to be the best. The Spurs want to be national champions, basketball's best, but they don't want our country to be the best. They want everybody to be equal, and I do too. 
But we all have the equal opportunity to make better decisions, equal opportunity to use the talent that God's given us to be our best. But they want a lot of big people, the stars who are on the main stage, are just like what I mentioned at the end of the last half. Their opinion is their God. And if you don't like my opinion, I'm going to cuss you. I'm going to scream at you. I'm going to hate you. I'm going to talk bad about you. Hey, we all, what what has changed? I'm getting a little off the car business for a minute. What has changed people? I remember when politics didn't, wasn't our identity. Now politics have become our identity. And I'm a liberal, and I hate you. But conservatives don't hate liberals. They don't like what they do. They, they love the person. They don't pick on the person. They don't cuss the person. They don't scream at the person. And that, that makes the difference. Why have we changed so much that it matters so much who you voted for? Is it because of my God is my opinion? I want my way or no way. Personally, I didn't want Obama for a president, but I never said nothing. I let it go. I tried to do my best, be productive, and make it work. But now that we've got Trump, and Trump wasn't my candidate either, but I'm going to take him for what he's worth, and he is improving, and he's trying to be his best, and he believes in America being the best. But when we put it into ourselves, are we making the best decisions? Are we letting the news media convince us that we need a new car? News media convince us that, you know, the government's going to take care of us? You know, y'all have heard my health plan. And it, it would work, but I don't know, it's too much common sense. Get all the insurance people together and tell them, hey, you want to be in the healthcare business? Fine. Sign them all up. We're going back to capitalism. We're going back to uh, selling everywhere, but we're going to open up the states. We're going to do everything right, but we want 10% of your gross and take that 10% and insure the people who can't get insurance. That will work, but I don't know. What does a liberal tell me? Well, who would run the 10%? I'd say, well, let's get churches and good Christian people to run it. Oh, no, they'll just help the Christians. I said, the liberals won't help the Christians because they're so biased. They're so against Christians. But the Christians will help everybody. They'll open the door to everybody. They feed the needy now, not the liberals. You see any liberals out feeding anybody? Well, they've got food stamps. Food stamps, that, that's a needed situation, but it needs to be organized and not cheated on and, and cleaned up and make it work right. So decisions that we're making in the world today, decisions that our United States are making, are we making the right decisions? What I'm trying to explain to you, we need to think harder on making the decisions, the choices that we make. A lot of them will put us in debtor, debtor's prison. A lot of them, you know, you've lost that love and feeling. It's because you get that brand new car and you think you're special. You ever noticed out on the road, people that drive Mercedes and BMWs think they own the road? Do do they take that identity? They take the liberal identity. They take the rich identity and think the special identity. I'm driving something that's special. And right now they don't know it. A friend of mine was telling me, a buddy of mine bought this real nice Mercedes. And he know you ought to see him. He thinks he's got it right away everywhere. I said, yeah, he thinks so. But he's taking on the identity of that car. But the problem is, run it through the auction, and he's going to lose $10,000. He thought he made a great buy on a high-dollar Mercedes. And you run it through the auction, nobody wants them. I just had one a friend of mine needed to sell. And those cars are tough to sell. They're not easy, but it's easy to say you own that car when you get on home field advantage. What's home field advantage? That's walking on the new car dealer's lot or the used car dealer's lot, and they got home field advantage, and they work you, and they sell you, and they convince you this high-dollar Mercedes worth every penny, and you pay this big money on it, and if you want to sell it in six months, you'll have to lose ten or $15,000. You know, love is not love until it's shared. You know, 
That's the key. A bell doesn't is not a bell till it rings. You know, you got to stay to your course and to look at the opportunities that you've got in front of you. You know, some customers disconnect from reality. And that's when they walk in and they let the salesperson control them. A salesperson convinced that they can sell them. We got a few minutes left. You can give us a call here at the radio station, 210-340-9585. And you can also call me on my mobile anytime, 830-708-4789. I'll try to give it right at the end of the show again. 830-708-4789. Give me a call. Talk about anything, it doesn't matter, whatever your little heart desires. So the customer, some customers get disconnected from reality. Why? Because salespeople have been trained in sociology, trained in selling you, trained in situations to close you. That's the big deal. We've got to close everybody. We've got to not let them get away. We want you to, we got to sell these people. And you know what? Get up and walk out. But watch the sales manager and everybody chase you down, too. They don't want you to leave. Just like that little lady I told you about uh, a couple of weeks ago, friend, uh, listener. They offered 11000 for a $17,000 truck. And it was a dealership she'd done business with four times before. But this show has opened her eyes. This show has helped her. She didn't buy from that dealership. She walked out of that dealership thinking, the other four purchases I made off this dealership, did I get ripped off? Did they take care of me? They're trying to rob me out of $6,000. So is that properly, correctly, or what? So she learned. She's learned from this show. But I've had so many people tell me and call me and thank me from learning and getting their eyes open and understanding what's going on. I want you to be your best. I want you to improve. I want you to make the right decisions. My ministry is giving back. So I'd love to talk to anybody. We've got a caller online. Thank you, Joe. Is that correct? How you doing, Joe? Oh, I'm doing groovy. You are a breath of fresh air, Randiana. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I'm just going to the going to the credit union to get some money. I'm, I had a question. Sure. Um, I actually have a 1996 uh, Nissan Maximama, and it drives really well. And uh, Maxima, I think it's a Maxima. Yes, ma'am. Uh but I'm going to get remarried to my husband after 12 years, and we need a bigger car. And I was looking at one that's, uh, I think it's called an Odyssey, and I'm not sure of the um, the year, but a good friend of mine at Star Transmission, uh, his uncle owned it, and he was going to go. He said, Joe, I think I can get it down from 29 to 24, 2400. And um, I was thinking about um, what you were saying about doing all your research on the Internet and stuff. Yeah, and uh, it's probably a 0304 at that price, 2003, it's a what? 2003, 2004 possibly. That's probably what it looks like. Yeah. How many a, miles on it? I think he said around 200. Well, uh, you know, how much do you drive every day? Um, Are you going to use this thing on long trips? Or is it just going to be yeah. short trips around town? Well, probably long trips. We're thinking about when we get married going up to see our grandkids in Pennsylvania, so I would need a roadworthy car. I'd rent one before I took that one. Rent one? Okay, I'll do exactly I, I, what you You know, at that at that miles and that situation, uh, I think that it's be fine around town, but I don't think I'd take it out on a long trip. Uh, yeah, I didn't think so. You know, and, okay. and uh, you know, just in case you get on top of it, did you write my mobile number on down? I got the seven zero eight, and I didn't get the last four numbers. Four seven, eight nine. Four seven eight nine. Now you okay. can walk around it and give me a call, and I'll be glad to, you know, help you any way I can. And uh, that's okay. that's why I give my phone number out to help my listeners 
make better decision, look at it, you know, and I think that car would be all right around town. Uh, okay. But I've, if you're going to take any long trips, I wouldn't I wouldn't try to get out. Also, I'd have them check uh, the radiators, hoses, the radiator, and the fan belts because that's okay. something that at that age, if they go, you'll lose the engine. Lose the engine. Okay, yeah. radiator. And is, okay. is your husband, uh, is going? Is he going to go with you to look at it? Yes. Yeah, Good. Check the fluids and look what they look like. See if they've been changed lately. And uh, okay. lots of times you can look at them and smell them and put them in your finger or something and roll around, see if there's any issues there. You know, uh, because, right, and that's tough to find a $2,000, $2,500 car. That's any kind of shape at all, but make sure you drive it, check it out, and and see because uh, a lot of people will, you know, the cars they've had good luck with it, and they're probably not trying to put anything on you, and they're pricing it, you know, right. It's just uh-huh. that you don't want to buy something that down the road is going to cost you some money, and you need at least a a year to two year of life on this car. So if you're not going to put more than about 20,000 miles on it in the next two years, it'll fit what your budget and what you're wanting to do. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Um, you were talking about buying cars, and um, I was thinking about selling this 96 Nissan. They still got value. Still, still got, got value. value. How much ballpark figure would you say? How many miles it on it? Uh, let me see. Two, over there. 200 or under 200? Can't remember now. <laughs> uh, it's under 200. It's at 142. It's actually low it. miles for a 96. You don't put many yeah, miles on. Have you had it very long? No, I, I bought it uh, after tax season around March, maybe April. So right. I think it was at 130 when I bought it. Right. And actually, it was. Uh, I bought it like just somebody sitting out in their yard, and turned out the gentleman's mother was, I think they're in their 90s, and she had driven it and got a new car, 80s or 90s. So, um, Does your husband have a car? No, he doesn't. Keep that car for a spare car. Because the cars, you know, what did you give, 1000 or 1500 for it? Um, I think I talked him down to twelve hundred. Well, good. My Kirby, my Kirby costs more than my car did. Right. Uh, yeah. And and you know that wouldn't be a bad second car for y'all to have, if you're buying yes, this sir. other one. But I think your car will bring you know five hundred to a thousand, and and it's it's worth more to you to have a second car, and have him a vehicle, and have a spare than to get rid of that car. Exactly. You know, I'd get cheapest insurance I could get, and you know, and and I would just check over it and make sure you know, getting anything done, and that way you'd have a second car. You'll probably need two cars. Yes, sir. Yeah, we're not sure what we're going to do. We we were married for twenty six years and separated for about ten or twelve, and we're just now getting back together. So we don't have a whole lot of money between us. Just Social Security, right? And. Uh, I work. I work as a provider, as a nurse. So right. I probably get maybe twelve hundred a month. So you can month. take that car back and forth to work too. Yeah, that's what I do with uh, this Maxima. Really, really runs real well. Right. I I would keep that car personally if it was in your situation, oh. and then see about buying that other car as best and cheap as I can. And just give me oh. a call, and I'll tell you what's what's going on in the market and what you can look at. Okay. Actually, the question, you don't you don't come with me to look at the car, do no. you? Any, no, I don't uh, have the time. Sorry. You take pictures and send them to so. me. I've had a lot of people send pictures, you know. But, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, they take pictures and send them to me, and I help them out. You know, I want them just to get a fair deal. I'm not out to beat the seller up. I'm just making sure that you're buying a vehicle that's worth the money, you know. And, and I, I had a guy call me on the truck the other day. And he showed, sent me pictures, and I said, let me tell you something. If you don't buy that truck, I want it. I said, it's about 2000 too cheap. He said, well, the people want to get rid of it. It was their dad's, and they're ready to get rid of it. I told him, I said, yeah, you need to buy that unit. It's well worth the money. And I'll tell right. you the truth about it. And he bought the truck, and uh, he called me and thanked me, and he likes the truck. So it fits his situation, and that's what we want. 
Well, that's great. Well, I appreciate it. I've been driving around town, and I haven't even gone into the bank because I love your preaching. It sounds like my husband I'm going to marry. <laughs> sounds good. <laughs> well, thank you. Oh, well, the Lord changed me and changed my heart and changed my ways and changed my attitude. Uh, I was a pure heathen, and uh, it's I'm, I'm one of those walking miracles. And people don't believe there's no any miracles anymore. Uh, they, the people that knew me, people wouldn't come to my Bible study in New Bronzeville because my reputation was so bad. And uh, oh. finally, a preacher named Phil Jones that had a large church in San Antonio at one time, Got to telling the local people, Randy, it's changed. You need to come see. And then I had a, I had a house full of people from New Bronzeville because they wanted to see a miracle that happened. And so um, you, wow. the Holy Spirit will change you and, and make you feel different and make you love different and understand different. And there's so much wonderful things out in this world, but we need to give back. We need to help. We need to be the mentor and help people out. And that's what I want to be, and that's part of my ministry. Well, Amen. It's Saturday, but that sounds like good preaching to me, brother. God bless you. Well, I'm on. I'm on other stations, so look out for me and listen to me. And uh, we've uh, we're trying our best. So God bless you, Joe. Thank you for calling. Yeah, you too. Uh, the last question was, how do I send pictures to learn to buy and sell dot com? No, you send them that phone number. You wrote down eight three zero. Oh, that's right. Seven zero eight. Four seven eight nine. That's the easiest way to get me. That's my mobile, and uh, I give it out. And I want uh, the listeners to have that opportunity to talk to me. In fact, I had uh, several of them this week drive up just to meet me at my lot, and I, I told them I said, "Make sure you call me on my mobile. Make sure I'm there." And uh, I had several people no no intention of selling anything, no intentions of buying anything. I just wanted yeah. to come up and meet me and shake my hand, thank me. And I spent probably five or ten minutes with most of them, and one guy 30 minutes. And so uh, he's selling me a car. But, uh, yeah, I, you know, I want to give back. I want to be the best I can be. And that's why I'm writing the books, too. Uh, it's a ministry. Oh. I'm, I'm going to donate uh, a lot of the money to charities. And wow, I'm hoping that uh, the right book people pick it up, and it'll go the right places. What's the title going to be called? We're, well, I don't know. I mean, there's so much. I I like it's against all odds. Number one, against all odds that I became a Christian. Yeah, I like that. Number one. Number two is against all odds because I had radio stations didn't want me. They didn't like my concept, didn't want my show. Finally, I found a 5 o'clock on a Saturday morning that nobody wanted time. And they let me have 30 minutes, and I blew the phones up. They couldn't believe it. And it was a station here in San Antonio. It was KTSA, 5.50 a.m., and I'm still on that station. And then they said, well, if he did that good, we'll give him 6.30 Sunday night. Nobody listens in anyway. And I blew the phones up there, so they moved me up to an early time. And it's wow. and it's because, against all odds, the Holy Spirit wanted me. For a year, I tried to get on radio stations, and nobody wanted me. For a year. And finally, yeah. when the door opened, everything fell in place, and it's because God's hand in it, not mine. I'm still amazed at what he's doing with this show. I'm still amazed the information he's bringing me. I'm still amazed that the, the people are accepting it and are so thankful and grateful and wanting to learn in their hunger to learn and make better decisions and to understand what's going on with their transportation needs. Yeah, I know. it. You were like a hurricane of fresh water. I could see the... Holy Spirit in the words you were saying. Well, it's, <laughs> he brought me some words this morning I haven't even used. I opened yeah. the Bible this morning at 530, and he gave me some words that I'll use next week. Yeah, where was that? I want to tell my husband that Ezekiel you Ezekiel were quoting. Ezekiel 59. Ezekiel, okay, I'm going to look that up. And right I found now. that two months ago, and I'm just now getting to it. I've got a spiral notebook full of stuff. I mean, wow. I haven't even touched on stuff, and then I get stuff every day. And the business changes. I had we. I talked to a gentleman that's been in the business like 15 years, and he said, "Wow, this business has changed so much." I said, "I've I've seen 50 years of changes, but this business is changing every three to six months now because of oh new information, goodness. new studies, new ways of making money on people, new um, violations that they're coming up with because they're doing everything they can to get as much money out of the 
uh, the customers they can. And what we need to do is know exactly what's going on. It's like playing a football game, and you're one against the whole team. And they've got plays, yeah. they got information, they got us all. And you walk in one day, and you've been on the field for two days, and you walk out there with these guys been training all their life. And, yeah. it, and you're not equipped, and we're trying to get you with the whole armor of God and the right equipment. Amen. My husband actually quoted them as legal thieves, you know, politicians, insurance people, car people, if they're not saved, legal thieves. And I said, yeah, that's right. Say it again. But the problem is even the ones that are saved have to follow what the owners and the managers want. And so they have to lie, cheat and steal in that situation. Yeah. And the and the Proverbs I wanted to use today was Proverbs 4.13. Hold on to instruction. Do not let it go. Guard it well. For it is your life. And that's Proverbs 4.13. And that is so true today because we need instruction. We go to school for everything in the world, but we don't go to school for buying and selling cars and looking at our transportation and understanding our transportation. And that's where I, that's why I'm spending my money. Thank you, North Park Toyota. I do business with them, and they help sponsor this show because they tell you the truth. Well, God bless you, Joe. I appreciate you calling in. Thank you. We've just run out of time. Thank you, listeners. We love you, San Antonio. Go to learntobuyandsellcars.com or call me at 830-708-4789. God bless you. Hey, be the best person you can be. If you don't have the desire to be the best person, ask Jesus Christ to come in your life because he made me the best person I could be. I didn't care before. It didn't matter to me before. But now it matters to me. I want to be the best I can be. Forgive everybody. Live longer. 99% of addictions are tied to unforgiveness, mother, father, or spouse. Forgive everybody. Live longer. God bless you. I love you, San Antonio. No doubt I Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.